Steve, let me ask you a personal question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a mother, Steve? I do indeed. Fantastic. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, we all do, but I'm sure you're a good son and you love your mother, don't you, Steve? Uh, uh, the best. I'm like legendary. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Well, I got a tip for you. You can really win Mother's Day. Win your mother over on Mother's Day. Cement your reputation as this really good son. Give your mom an Aura digital picture frame. Have you heard of these things, Steve? Yes, I have. They're loaded up with decades of photos. You can just like hook them up to the phone and then you get the photos running through it, kind of scrolling through it. You seen these things? Yeah, they're great. They're really cool. Yeah, and you can get everything. Uh, and Pictures of your mom, pictures of whoever, your family, your brothers, all, all these things. They're a wonderful item. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code word CHINWAGPOD at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This is Paul Giamatti speaking. And this is Stephen Asma. And this episode of Chinwag is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is indeed, Steve. Let me ask you a blunt question. Do you ever feel stuck, Steve? <laughs> I'm serious. Do you ever feel kind of stuck in the mud? Every day, my friend. Yeah. Every damn day. And then what happens is you get overwhelmed because you're kind of stuck, right? True. As I get older, and I am getting older, folks, I may not look it. You may <laughs> think, oh, he's like Dorian Gray. He's going backwards. Yeah, well, Wow, he's, he's, he's going backwards. I am getting older, folks. It's hard to believe. The thing I notice is how important it is to maintain a balance. You know, I guess you'd call it work-life balance. I don't think I'm alone here, but therapy's helped me do this, this balance. It can help you find equilibrium. It can help you feel more empowered in the decisions you make, the boundaries and priorities you set. It's good in that way. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help. A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sometimes that's hard, right, to find the right person. So this helps. You can change. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash chinwag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash chinwag. <clears throat> Just clearing my throat in preparation. Are you singing? Have you ever done any singing? <clears throat> this, this makes me think you might... Uh, you might have done some singing in a movie that I'm not familiar with. Are, are we? Is there a singing? Define, define singing for me, Steve. Define singing. <laughs> I would say, oh, welcome to the chinwag, by the way. I was just oh, yeah. clearing my throat to, mm, to bring in the velvety tones that you all love so much. <laughs> the velvet fog. Uh, the chinwag. The velvet, the velvet fog. That's funny. I just was actually enjoying some of the velvet fog, Were you? Mr. Mel Torme. Oh, man, yes. he's amazing. Actually, he's, he's kind of amazing, isn't he? Yes, yeah. The velvet fog. Can you imagine that? <laughs> your nickname the velvet fog what an we gotta amazing bring that nickname. back that's a, that's a great we nickname. really do do you the think he was kind of like uh thanks do i think, think he, he embraced like, it a hundred percent no i have no idea he's amazing he was just like he's amazing he really is amazing have i done some singing um i mean 
Yes, I have. I've done some singing. I've never done a musical. I was never in a musical production of anything um, because that would be a disaster. I sang in a, I sang in a movie once, I think. I had to in, sing in a movie. In what, yeah, what um, conditions? Just the character starts singing, so you start you singing? Su you surprise me, Steve, that you don't know my, my catalog of fine films. <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm really offended, Was Steve, it Saving Private Ryan you, know, you were <laughs> singing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. I sang, uh, I sang the Star Spangled Banner. I sang America the Beautiful, and you may have missed <laughs> it. We're storming the Private beaches. Okay. That's right. As we're storming the beaches at Normandy, I um, no, I sang in the Immortal Classic Duets, Steve, uh, which is a film from God knows the late nineties, I think, and wow. um, it's an early picture in my oeuvre. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's about it's about uh, karaoke singing. Oh really? It's about people. I need to see this. Yeah, yeah. Sounds great. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yes, you do, Steve. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm totally and, serious. I'm into karaoke. <laughs> are you? Are you into karaoke? Do you well, go I'm not good at it. But in in Asia, when I lived in Asia, it was a thing that sure. I, I would get dragged along to, and it's quite a party. It can be super fun. I don't think I've ever. I did it once. I did it once, or I didn't actually participate in it. I, I did Just this to watch movie it is where fun. I had to. I had to pretend to do it, yes. And so I sing in this movie, and then I, um, I the only I've only gone to see it once, which is kind oh. of amazing, isn't it? Yeah. That it's like, but it was in a, it was in a very, it was in an amazing place in Chinatown in New York. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I thought in Japan you might have seen, seen some because you were you were in no, Japan I never for did a while. It in Japan. No, I never did it in <clears> Japan. <throat> but um, that's. A, do you have a go-to? Isn't it a thing that you have a go-to karaoke song? Do you have one? I I don't. Um, last time I did it, I was I went and visited my friends in Cambodia, and like all the songs are Khmer songs, and I'm like, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Then they're like, Oh, well, you'll know these, and it's like the only sort of English songs they have on the machine is shit that I can't possibly sing. It's like Beyonce tunes and stuff. I'm like, what am I going to oh. do with this? Where's the fucking Sinatra tunes? <laughs> wow. Oh, I, oh that, you, you could knock Sinatra out, though. You oh, could hit well, Sinatra I, out. I, that, at least I know the song. When I was 17, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. one of these days, I'm going to hold you to this, and you're going to sing Shatner when I was style. 17 on, on the air. Oh, okay. my God. Have you ever heard that? You ever yes. heard the Shatner oh, yes. uh, when I was 17? Is that Transformed Man? Absolutely. Is that is that, is that the album Transformed Man? I think Man? it is. Hey, wow, <laughs> nice deep reach back. Nicely done. Transformed Man. Uh that would be I would love to hear you do do the Sinatra sometime. You would not. That's amazing. You speak Khmer? No, I mean I know enough Khmer? to like I know enough to just get through like to go to, you know, tell the driver where to go or to go to the marketplace, but my Khmer is too. When I 20 years ago my Khmer was much better, but I, I never use it, so you lose it. Same same yeah, thing with my Chinese. Yeah. My Chinese is much better, but it's still like it's slipping away. Yeah, every, every year yeah. it goes by that I don't use it. It starts to slip, slip it gets away. Rusty. Can you read both of those languages still? Absolutely not. No skill go away way. faster. Do you think that goes away faster than the speaking ability? Um, I think it's the reverse actually, because if you can read uh. the characters, that I don't know if that seems to groove your cortex in a way that you retain. But the, uh, that's interesting because it's like I. The only language I ever, I mean, I took Latin forever. I don't remember any of it. But I took French. But if you see I, it, you, know, I had to you take probably French. But I, it's really funny that I can still actually, a pretty simple thing in French, yeah. I could still actually read. It's the vocabulary. I lack the vocabulary, but like kind of, I mean, if I had to read something that's all in like the slang, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd but the screwed. structure, the grammar you remember, yeah. Yeah, kind of. You know, it's actually really surprising. Ah. <sighs> 
And when you go to Italy and you and you're like a tourist, then you're going to get all that Latin on the buildings and stuff, and it's kind of fun because you you can see like okay, it would this, be fun if I remembered know. any of it. Oh. It's like I can. I mean, Latin's one you can sort of like you can kind of pick it out, but it's a, it's surprising how little Latin I retain, and how complicated actually Latin is. Like, yeah, I remember having to do in class this. The, the poetry and stuff is really difficult. Oh, yeah, it's like, very and, tough. And one of the Cicerone other things is the shit. word order. It's like the word orders, the word order is all random. It's like, because it's all about the endings of the words. Yeah. You're just like, what the hell? You know, you, you can't find the subject. You can't find the, <laughs> can't find like, the verb. You know, I yeah. need, yeah, I need everything to be nice and neat, like English, Steve. I need to be really <laughs> like nice and neat. Like a rational neat. language. <laughs> yeah, like a crazy, yeah, totally. Like a really sensible language like English. Like English. You know, it's just like, yeah, totally. Uh, well, uh, we're back here, uh, and uh, before we launch into another episode containing the wonderful, witty, and wise Amy Sedaris, we have yeah. more with her. She's Because great. she was such a, a fas fascinating and wonderful uh, conversationalist. Uh, but before we get to her, uh, a reminder to visit... Uh, uh, Head on down to Apple, friendly. Apple Podcasts Thank and uh, other you. places where you get your uh, podcasts and rank and Absolutely. review us and send us messages. Please rank. It's really fun. Absolutely. Give us messages. It's really wonderful uh, to hear from you. Uh, and now, uh, without further ado, we had a really great time with yeah. uh, Amy Sedaris. She's just an yeah. amazing person in every, time every possible we, uh, way. Every time we zig, she zags. It's a crazy she conversation. <laughs> But that's good. It keeps <laughs> yeah. us on our toes here at the exactly. Chinwag. Uh, and so uh, we, we, we have more with her, and uh, here it is. Here we go. Uh, buckle up, because it's more of the hilarious and brilliant Amy Sedaris. Steve, and I have an alarming bit of trivia for you. This is Really? This is, yeah, this is kind of gross, so buckle up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this alarmed me. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat, Steve? Come on. That's disturbing. That's disturbing, isn't it? You can get the acne, it can get you the stuffy nose, it can bump up the allergies. It's awful. That's gross. It's gross. I had no idea. Well, Steve, Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and requires three times less laundry. I'm telling you, I, I got these sheets. I wake up and I feel a little bit clearer. I feel cleaner already, Steve. I feel clean as a whistle. It's it's not a joke. And that's good. They make the perfect holiday gift. All your friends and family can sleep clean with Miracle. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? Go to trymiracle.com slash chinwag to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo chinwag at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't a 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash chinwag and use the code chinwag to claim your free three-piece towel set, Steve, and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash chinwag to treat yourself, a friend, or loved one this holiday season. 
Now you're from the South. Do you feel do you do you feel like a Southerner at all? And and I sometimes think I notice a little bit of an accent with you. Sometimes, you probably, yeah, a little it, bit, it, right? The way I say something like "big old ranch," you know, certain yeah. things will come out. You know, uh -huh. but I don't know. I guess do you I, say, I'm um, glad that I grew up there in the South. Yeah. I like I like uh, Southern hospitality. I love the sure. accents. I love community. Sure. I, I like uh, you know having neighbors and. Closeness and thank you. Thanks for coming. We'll see you yeah, tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, see you Monday. See you Tuesday. <laughs> see you Wednesday. You know, you're just like I like that. There is a certain level of decorum in in yeah. a lot of the South. That's true. Is it is it genuine? It's genuine. You you you, you get that in New York? Well, I, wait, I do. I create oh, it. Do? I mean, I'm a very I'm a good. You know, I've got more keys in my apartment uh -huh. for other people's apartment. I'm always here. But I mean, I I talk to all the merchants. I know their names. Sure. You know, I, I create my own little community here. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, I, I, I New York has that rap for being sort of like terrible and people are terrible. But I've always said, like, if I'm if I'm if somebody if I'm in trouble, people in New York will help me. I, oh, I don't absolutely. Feel like, yeah, I always do. I mean, like in Los Angeles, forget it. If I get knifed in Los Angeles, I'm going to die. <laughs> when like, no, you get knifed in Los Angeles. Yeah. Have you lived there before? No, I've spent long periods of time there, but I never lived there. Did you live there? Never lived there. I don't drive either. I'll go oh. like, I don't drive like oh. a bus. <laughs> yeah, just, just semi, just you <laughs> just driving the school bus. Just like, <laughs> just like sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's tough out there. Do you like it out there? Do you, do you? Now that I have a good friend who lives there, I like it a little bit more, but I feel like it's too uh, work-oriented. Like, I could uh -huh. imagine being out of work and living there. It'd be really uh, yeah, depressing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I like there's a mountain and there are beaches, yeah. but I, everything's slow. I'm always like, I can't, I feel like my body loses all its bones, you know? Yeah, I know I, what you I'm mean. like, oh yeah. my God, I'm not stimulated yeah. at all. Yes, yeah. no, I know. And, and even in the work time, the times I was out there looking for work, I would have to go for an audition or something. And I can remember I was getting incredibly impatient because people would kind of drift in the and I'd be like, let's go. I had the real yeah. New York thing of just like, what are we doing? Yeah, like, me too. But I actually kind of like it out there. I think it's a very weird city. It's yep. got a lot of weird corners and pockets to it yes. that are very strange. And, and people who were born and raised there, I like. Like even New Yorkers. Like I like that Matthew Broderick and Josh Hamilton and yeah. people that were born and raised in New York are so different. They'd go to the yes. film forum on a date. You know, I think yes. that's really cool. And yes, they, they, that's right. Yes, that's you right. Know. Yeah. yeah, but people born and raised in LA are 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 odd. That's, I often oh. find them very odd. <laughs> okay. I find them strange. They're very kind of like they're very placid. There's this very kind of oh. like very kind of placid <laughs> mask. Like they're very like it's weird. It's really interesting. I, they're, time, they're less neurotic. You, New Yorkers are all neurotic. Yeah. Now I'm from Chicago. We split the difference oh, here right. between yeah. the two coasts. You yeah. guys are what's the like? Uh, somebody gets off a plane like in California. And they're like, hey, you know, welcome. You know, you get off a plane in in New York, and they're like, uh, you got your ticket? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, good. And I was like, oh, this is classic New York. Like, right. And I think Chicago is sort of is a little bit in between. Like, there's some of the rush of New York, so there's less manners. Uh, but there's also some sort of like, we're from the Midwest, so yeah. we're going to be very, I love Chicago. I love, I love that it's um everyone's working. Uh, you know, everyone's yeah. got a job. It's very blue collar. Everyone's in on the sports. You know, whether yeah. you like sports or not, I yeah. like that it brings people together. And yeah. like the parks are beautiful and it's suspiciously clean even now. Like a lot of the old <laughs> stores are still there. Yes. But yeah. um yes. I just and I love the up. accent. 
it has an older school feeling, but no, yeah. no, go ahead. You're, no, no, no I remember saying. my first, again, coming from North Carolina, my upstairs neighbor, downstairs neighbor was a chain smoker. And I remember her calling up one day, she tall up like this, her name was Bobby. And she goes, do I smoke the mildehyde? And I'm like, the mildehyde? Why? I don't even know what that smells like. But boy, it changed my life. And then I looked over a deaf girl. And, uh -huh. and she was five. And I, ever since I met her, I thought every time I do a show, a live show, I got to have something in there for a deaf person. Yeah, so yeah, visually, yeah. visually, it's entertaining. You don't yeah. have to rely on the words to understand what's going on. So yeah. just those two neighbors really opened up a whole new world uh, for me. Yeah. But, uh, but I was more scared in Chicago than in New York. Like, really? Really? Yeah. Huh. You would walk down a long street, turn a corner, and you're like, whoa, where am I? I, it's, I know oh. what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. intense. It's that pretty intense. That was kind of scary to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the sports thing there is a little bit harrowing for me, who's a guy oh. who just is the most like sports phobic. I am such a wuss about sports. So I get very kind of like scared by so much like sports enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, it scares yeah, yeah. me a little I bit. I get it, yeah. Yeah, so I I, I can't, I kind of can't deal with it. That's in the South too. There's a lot of that too. People I just know. are I don't watch any sports. Do you watch any sports? No, I don't. Yes, I, mean, I like going and watching hockey live. Because oh, it's okay. Because like, it's, 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 the whole thing is great. For some reason, I just kind of like the whole atmosphere of it. I like being hockey inside. Hockey's brutal. It's brutal. Uh, and it's hockey's brutal. brutal. Yeah. And I kind of like the, but the speed of it, those guys are fast yeah. and it's graceful and it's really kind of cool. So I, I like watching that. But other than that, I just, I don't know the rules. I, football is just impossible for me. Oh, did you ever read that book about the hockey player? Maybe his nickname was the Refrigerator Man, maybe? It uh, came the out ice, maybe four. Uh, ice, uh, it came out maybe four. The Iceman? Yeah. I think Maybe it was, it was called, Iceman. I, I feel like I did read that book. Yeah, and I no. feel like I, a long time ago. I, I Right? It was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, maybe four or five years ago. But oh, okay. No, yeah, I, I like haven't reading read about, that about. I, I like reading about athletes a lot. Really? I mean, yeah, I oh. really like reading. Now, I why? Like because them. you don't I, like I, sports, but you like to read about athletes? Well, I that do. Makes, that makes a I certain do. kind of sense. Why, though? Is it just Well, like even golfers, like John Daly, I've talked about before. But he wrote a funny book about golf. The guy has no boundaries. He goes through his money, the gambler, the women, yeah. the lies. Mm, yeah. He's entangled up with crazy ladies. It's like, the so lies. that's, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the lies. The lies. The lies. Oh, John, the lies. But, uh, so but, he's, but he's also a guy, he's on the links and he's smoking and he's drunk. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, he, and awesome. he's and a really good golfer. Like, yeah, also, right. that's great. Really yeah. good. You know, or that tennis player, Andre. I read in his book. I'll just yeah. read, yeah. That's interesting. Have you ever worked with any athletes, like on a like professionally, like as actors and stuff? No, because they're think, no. they're amazing to work with. What are they I've actually, like? I've what actually are, ended that? up working with lots of sort of athletes and stuff, and I just did a thing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And oh, really? well, yeah, because I think that they're they they have a natural. I mean, they're performers to begin with. They are performers, you know. And it's like so. There's a natural movement to going, you know. I mean, and and. They they want direction and they want oh. to they want to engage like a coach. And, they're, and they're team players and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they do. They do, but yeah. they do actually. I think uh -huh. they really do. So every time I've worked with an athlete, they're terrific actors. And so you oh, know, that's, it's okay. No, no. Every time I have, and sometimes I think 
I should just reverse this and I should go into professional go to sports. sports. Yeah. <laughs> I should just become I should become a pitcher, a baseball pitcher. Do it. I'll come to that game. Steve and I will both come to that game. I kind of miss I miss the whole kind of clowny sports thing, like the globe trotters and oh, like that was stuff awesome. like that. Oh, right. yeah. You know, they used to have both that they, that was like a thing in the seventies. Yeah, None of those guys they yes. were terrific. Yeah, it's a, it's a mix of like it's the best, it's the best because it's like entertainment and humor, but also a great skill, like yeah. excellence at yeah. a very high level. So it's super satisfying, like on yeah. all those levels. All right. that kind of stuff. Is great. Yeah. Have you ever been have you ever been to a rodeo? Have you ever gone to a rodeo? I've never been to a rodeo. The rodeo because that just made me think of because that still is a place where you have the clowns and they do do yeah. a lot of like amazing stuff. You said do do. And then yeah. um, <laughs> I I guess I can't <laughs> I can't say, oh, this isn't my first rodeo, you know. I guess I can never say that. <laughs> Rodeo's amazing. I recommend it. It's actually kind of intense. It's, oh, it's more violence. Yeah. More violence. Incredible violence. More I guess, violence. I guess I do like some violent things like that. I guess oh. I kind of do like violent things like that. Um one thing I want to, I'm going to go all the way back to something. I'm going to do a reach back into something okay. because I did want to ask you about this. The dirty if Sanchez. Okay. No, I was, yeah, is that what that is? <laughs> what is the dirty Sanchez? The, the reach around. That's not what I thought. Yeah, I'm going to ask you something. It's like reach around. I feel like such an ignoramus because people are always like reach around. I'm like, what exactly does it mean? Can, we can talk about it because I'm just like, what exactly does it mean? I, I don't sure. know exactly what a dirty Sanchez is. I just know I, it has something to do with a reach around. So when you okay. said it's reach, sexual, so it's sexual. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's sexual. I'm never sure. I know it's sexual. I'm just You'll not have sure to Google it, it, Paul. I don't okay, know. Okay, all right. I'll look it up. Um, <laughs> we'll have an animation. I'm so interested to know what you think of Marie Kondo. What, what's your what's your take on all of that kind of well, stuff? Well, I, I read her book and I felt like um, every, I, I could relate to it. And I was like, okay, I'm good because everything around me I do like. You know, uh -huh, like, uh -huh. I don't like it when I get people give me gifts, people I don't know, give uh -huh. me presents. And, you know, I like to, I like a story behind everything. And um, if I have it, it means I want it. But uh -huh. I just got rid of like a U-Haul worth of stuff. Um, really? I took it to a charity shop and that was really hard for me to do. I went through my storage unit and I just got rid of lots of stuff. Some regrets. But you know uh -huh. things from like uh, TV shows and and all the money went to diabetes too. It was, oh. it was it was their charity, and I just I don't really have a charity, so I was like, well, I'll just do that. But um, some stuff I missed. But I, yeah, I, I thought her book was fantastic. Really, and, and, and I did get rid of it. I didn't keep her book, which is a <laughs> you did. Did you do the whole does it give me joy thing and all that stuff? Did you do the whole? Isn't well, everything what does. Says? Everything around yeah. me does give I me know, joy. That's that my I have problem. Out. Yeah. So I can't get rid of, I mean, I have all the, I can't. I, Books I are tough. To Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I got rid of a lot of books. Yeah, books are tough. See DVDs because everyone's like, oh, you can always get that movie. No, you can't. No. Like I always wanted to watch that State of Grace. Not State of Grace. It was a Sean Penn movie. And I have it yeah. on DVD with Gary Oldman and Robin State of, Wright. I think that's State of Grace. State of, yeah, that's really, about the Irish, the Irish mobsters. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I remember really liking that film and I can't find it anywhere. It no, like, you can't. And it's also like, I like the object. I like the right. thing. I like the right. thing. Yeah. Do, you, do you still have a lot of DVDs and CDs? I do. I got wow. rid of a lot, but I saved a lot, you know, also. I'm glad to hear that because I still have that. I always think there's something's wrong with me, that it's like that I still have. Uh, I don't have any vinyl now because I don't, I don't, I don't have something yeah, to play them What you can't see oh, is uh, Paul's uh, bookshelf. Well, you can't tell from looking at it here, but it's not just one layer deep. There's oh, like wow. two layers. There's oh, a whole other layer behind sure. the first layer. Yeah. So are you, do you have a collecting sort of impulse? You must. Or it's just books? Oh, me. Oh no, yeah. it's a it's a mania. No, it's like a it's a it's, it's a, a manic thing. I I honestly think it's like a bibliomania, which okay. is an actual thing. I mean, it's well, like it's a it's a compulsion. I can't, and it's a collector thing, you know. And right, it's like, right. and it's also this sense of like, it's. <laughs> I genuinely have this feeling sometimes that I'm like. Somebody has to have everything in one place, like when the apocalypse <laughs> comes. I genuinely have this feeling of like, I need to have all these things here because yeah. somebody needs to have them. Somebody needs to have It's <laughs> really it weird. Like. I don't yeah. know what that is. It's like the Twilight Zone or something. Like, I'm the guy that needs to. It's like Fahrenheit 451 or whatever that Ray Bradbury thing is. Like somebody, You're the curator. Yeah, somebody's got to have all those books. But it's, but it's a library is a nice thing because it's, it's like. It's a really nice thing. The book's yeah. kind of. There's a reason for all this stuff, and and yeah. it starts to become a map of your mind, and they start to. Uh, it's like yeah. they're having a conversation on the shelves. There's like you know, it's great. So it's like, yeah, no, 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 it's cuckoo. It's only I have is. a lot of books downstairs, and I color coordinated them, which I don't suggest doing because yeah. then it kind of disappeared into the wall, and then yeah, I could I know a book by its cover, you know, by yeah. its color, and then I now I have to go online and Google it and be like, okay, it's got a red spine. And then I go to my right. red section. Yeah. Or I, like I can't get rid of a pink book because if I do, then I'll only have four. And I realized that like healing books are all purple. You know, Isn't when you it, go it's to funny. Yeah. It's funny that you start to notice that. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it's disturbing to me because I have a history section. I'm like, those are all the Nazi books because it's all black and <laughs> red. Black. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes. they're black and red. All of them. Okay, I don't think they're black yeah. and red. I got, a, I got too many books about the Nazis. <laughs> what are those doing over there? It's yeah. like, it disturbs me. And all the books about like Russia, they're all just like red. But I, that would drive me crazy. I don't think, I yeah, like I don't the like sort it. of. I like yeah. the I like the jumble of it, but my problem is I will genuinely, if I want to find something, I can't, and then I and then oh. I start to search for it, and then it's like I can't. Uh, then I buy it again, and then yeah. I have like five copies of one stupid book that I yeah I see I see you I, do a Philip Roth down there you got two I of the do. same book but I I do that a lot too I have yeah. a lot of this, like five copies of like the same book because I'm like yeah. oh well meet someone who might hasn't read it and I want to give it to them or, or that yeah or or I get I get so fetishistic about it that I'm like ooh this is a cooler cover for this one yeah, I love, so right. I actually get into that kind of weird nerdy thing a little bit even though I'm not such a nerd culture guy like that I have it about books you do you read have you read Philip Roth? Do you like Philip yeah, Roth? Yeah, I like Philip Roth. When I do you really like when him. do you find when do you guys read the most? Or do you know? I find I have to read like all the time or I lose my mind. So I'm okay. always kind of like anytime I can take the moment to read, I read or I, I'll lose my mind for some okay. reason. I right. don't know what that is. So I read whenever I can. My day job is sort of reading as a professor. So 
it's hard for me to read for just pleasure um, because I'm always I'm reading like with taking notes and scrolling in the sides and like, oh, this will make it a good argument and I need to save this for a footnote. And so it's hard for me to break away that, that habit. Um, but uh, like even novels, I'm like, yeah, I need to write this down and make really? a connection to it. Yeah, so it's frustrating. It's like That's with cool, music though. too. Music Musicians have a hard time just listening for pleasure because they're like, oh, this is a little flat and they should have done this harmony a little different. So yeah. that kind of sucks for me. Well, I have the same thing. I can't watch a lot of TV and yeah, movie stuff because right. I just get so sucked out of watching it because all I'm thinking about is... Is the acting. Is Well, that's just the oh, acting. I'm oh, just, yeah. I'm thinking about the that like that his tie isn't the same from oh. shot to shot. Or oh, I'm thinking the continuity about, stuff. Yeah, the continuity. Yeah. All that, I just get, I get so distracted by all that shit that I, I can't actually enjoy it. Yeah, it's hard to watch a movie with an actor because they'll be like, oh, Look at that wig line. Oh, that yeah. lace. You're like, yeah. oh, I, I did or, or they were off. I'm like, really? Yeah. I thought they were pretty good. I'm never yeah. right, you know? Or you're going to see a movie and everyone's like, oh, my God, that was so good. Look for the next, you're going to be on the sequel. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is bad. And then I go home and I go on Rotten Tomatoes, which I've been on twice. And yes. I'll read the review and I'm like a half star. I'm not crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that that's really true, though. Everything, I think the, also what ruins my pleasure is the overhyping thing a lot oh God, i just can't yeah and i'm always uh, wrong i'm always wrong i'm always <laughs> i always have the contrary opinion i'm like i i didn't think that was so great why is everybody like shitting themselves about that do you have fun doing the mandalorian is that fun yeah it's what's fun that like? because i said no to it at first and then favreau called me and said no you have to do it i wrote it for you i was like oh of course i'll do it i like the the play acting aspect of it like i have a really uncomfortable costume mm -hmm. And um and I get to work yeah. on sand and yeah. this you know I that when I went into makeup I said just take my eyebrows off so the prosthetics <laughs> team were like most girls come on here and want to look really pretty they go yes. we really appreciate you wanting to use <laughs> yeah. us so yes. um and I I don't know what I'm saying and right. then so it's memorizing each word individually and then mm -hmm. I'll just comes out of my mouth. I'm not good. I'm not a fool. You know, you either love me or you hate me. And yes. it doesn't bother me. And when people uh -huh. like, you, Amy doesn't, but I'm like, you're right. You know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm, it's hard because I'm working with droids and yes. pieces of tape. And yes. I'm like, I, don't I understand. Know. Yeah. I get it entirely. I 100% yeah. get it. So absolutely. I love it. I absolutely yes. love it because yes. there's a whole other world. And yes. I like to show that my God kids can be like, yes. Uh, there, yes. My audience is eight-year-old. I'm like, fantastic. Yes, you know? I, 100%. So, I, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. but, but Did it's you like crazy. science fiction-y stuff before that? Do you like that kind of thing? Not really, just, uh, yeah. not really. Yeah, I didn't figure you as a big sci-fi person, but <laughs> no. it's like, yeah, but that's or awesome. fairies, I'm reading a book and all of a sudden it's a fair. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> what do you <laughs> read? What, what, what really? are you drawn to when you read, when you sit I'll down read, and read I, I'm fiction. pretty open, or sometimes I'll read a book I'll never read, like about... um you know, maybe some actress just came out with a book and I don't even know who she is, just right. so I can oh. just read it in one day and sure. move on to something. Yes. But I, I like fiction. I like nonfiction too. I reread my brother's books a lot, you know. Well, um, yeah, those are pretty great. Those are kind of yeah. fun because it's yeah. more about, you know, going back and being like, oh, I remember that day or I want to think about, you know, dad in that way or whatever it is. Yeah. So is he accurate? Do you feel like he's accurate about your family or do you feel like, well, you got that all wrong? Yeah. No, he's Just, accurate. Sometimes he? he'll change a little something if I'm like, oh, put like Gretchen in the room where maybe Gretchen wasn't there. So, mm. but I, so it's up to me to remember that. But um, no, yeah, David's pretty accurate. But I mean, we all see things differently, like the way yeah, he right. 
be something. I'm like, oh, I didn't see it that way at all. Yeah. Or, or yeah. I don't think, I forget he's a writer. And then I'm talking to him about, you know, something. <laughs> and then I read the story. I'm like, oh, I didn't know yeah, he was yeah. even listening <laughs> yeah. to me. I didn't know I was going to be fodder for your yeah. little book. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's what writers do. When you're yeah. around a writer, you're just like, oh yeah, I forgot. And there yeah. it is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, Are your parents alive? Are you both no. your parents alive? Okay, no, both, both of mine. Both yeah. of mine are history. It's um, funny how you divide people too, if they're they experience death or not, and they yeah. go into two different. Like yeah. you don't even know what it's like to lose your parents. Yeah. My mom died at thirty, and my younger sister died like eight yes. years ago. That right. is hard losing somebody in because you're you yeah. expect yeah. your parents to die, which you yeah. always say, "I'm going to kill myself when they die." But but a sibling dies, it's a out of order. Death is a whole other. Yeah. What about you, Stephen? Do you have brothers and sisters? I have two brothers. Uh, I'm the middle child, so I have an older and a younger brother. I've lost my father, and I I do think like it does change you. You you, uh, you know everybody has grief, and everybody um, it sort of comes in weird waves and at strange times. And it it is kind of interesting. Like when you talk to people who've who've lost somebody, like there's these there's just these points of common humanity that you can connect with them mm -hmm. on. Yeah. And it's kind of weird, but it's, it's sort of like, once you get past the pain of it, then there's something kind of that does give you some solidarity with other people. Yeah. It's, it's strange. Yeah. yeah. I I'm amazed sometimes. I mean, my dad died a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, he was only 50 years old. 50 uh, years yeah. old. 50 years old. He was 50 years old. And, oh, he was, and wow. He was 50. And, and so he, it was a long time and I was 20 and it's, I'm amazed that sometimes it can still hit yeah, me yeah. in ways that are, and, and again, talking about dreams and seeing people in dreams, mm. like I'll see them in a dream and it's like the most like moving thing. It's Isn't just, it you know, fun it's, when they visit you. It, it is. It's fascinating. And it's fascinating because he's always young when I see him. He's not. Oh. He's always much younger. It's so strange. I'm uh -huh. like, now why is that? I wonder why I'm seeing him as a young man and not what he was when he, not the age he was when he died. I don't know. It's very interesting. But I, I do sometimes in a terrible way, I see a lot of my friends dealing with their parents going, you know, they're they're much older and going through that now. And there's a part of me that's like, I don't have to do that at least. And it's a terrible feeling to have. It's not, but I'm like, I, I won't experience that because my mother died ages ago too. So it's like, I just, I, I won't have to go through all of that. So, right. But, and but so, Amy, I understand your, your dad lived to be quite like in his nineties or something, right? That's pretty amazing. He had a good run, amazing. I guess. Nine, dad had a good one. He's got yeah. that, and he would be on an extension ladder with a saw, cutting off a limb. Oh God damn gosh. it! You know, you're like, what are you doing? You're 98 years old. Really? And he was so he was perfect. He was sharp yeah. and with it. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. Exercise. Yeah, dad amazing. was a Mediterranean diet. Yeah, you know, right. Sharp as a tack. Right. Do you identify very strongly as Greek and stuff like we that? We went to we went to church when we were younger, but the service was all in Greek, so we made yeah. up our own uh, religion. And so, <laughs> but what I got from it were that is a drama of crying yayas, the blood red carpet, the incense, the candles, the icons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we, and we went to church this past Christmas um, in New York City, David and I, and just to see, because it really put our church in North Carolina to shame. I mean, yeah, it's like right. huge church, really expensive. But um, I still you know, cook a lot of Greek food. Really? I, I love you know, Greek holidays. I like candles all the time for people. If, you know, I'm a big, I wrote, uh -huh. uh, read a book on candle magic, which was kind of, uh, fascinating about uh, the, uh, candle lighting and beeswax candles and all that kind of stuff. So oh, really? I, I am into that kind of trippy. Oh, I love the smell of beeswax. So what does that mean? Like different things with different smells, different qualities are going to well, do like a different thing. Well, like how you light thing. a candle. Like you never oh. want to just blow a candle out. That's offensive. 
You have to smother it or or like if it's beeswax because bees are messengers of the God and they can carry the message quicker than any other candle. I don't know. This is crazy stuff. (laughs) No, no, this is great. I love shit like this. Is that religious or is that a Greek thing or both? It's not a religion. No, it's just like, I was telling this one lady about it. She goes, how do they spell magic? And I thought that's such a good (laughs) question. Like, are you really? It's magic. And she's like, oh, right. Yeah, 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 that's a K. It's real magic. Yeah. So she yeah. judged me like that. And I was like, that's that's funny. Funny. <laughs> that's really magic. Yeah, it can't be that good. So- I've read a book on yeah, whatever. Righteous. Those righteous witches, like all yeah. that kind of righteous, yeah. wicked stuff. Righteous, yeah. wicked productions. Right. I think mean, that's something. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, no, that's too bad. That ruins the whole point of that kind of stuff. Do you buy all the like astrology and stuff like that? Are you into that stuff? I'm, uh, uh, not deep into it. David makes fun me, but I like to, I read my horoscope every day yeah. and mm. I just something to ponder. That's all it is. I talked yeah. to a woman who talks to dead people after my sister died and, uh-huh. and that was pretty fascinating. But did you, I, did again, you feel like there was actually something that was really happening? She had my sister's voice down. She didn't have my mom's voice down. Oh. Interesting. She so she was channeling. She, she was, was channeling. Channeling. Oh, she was yeah. literally channeling. She oh, really God. was. Wow. So, I mean, I, I got into that, but I don't know if I would do it again. It yeah. was just a little, uh, you know, like, and other people try to get in on the channel. Like she yeah. said, there are going to be other people. I'm like, <laughs> wow. what am I doing? I didn't record it because I didn't know how to record it. So yeah. I just, it was just right. I just took it all in. Did it feel ac- like that Accurate? it was real? Yeah. 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 Did it feel like it was really happening or was it? Yeah, a it really bit did. Of a- were they saying things that you felt like were well, really- Well, Tiffany, sure, because when she died, I went to Boston <laughs> with a friend of mine and we cleaned out her apart, her little room. And I didn't tell anybody that. And she's like, uh-huh. your sister's thanking you for cleaning out her, her room. You know, weird crazy. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. crazy. Well, you guys know. aren't into it at all, right? Oh, we just did. He He's kind of more contrary. into it than I am, but we did just, yeah. No, he's- Steve is skeptical about it, and right. um, and I'm much less skeptical about it. What are you and, into about it? What, what well, is your I mean, I, 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 what's that? What's your sign? I'm a Gemini. What is oh. yours? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gemini's <laughs> yeah. are crazy because you're both. Yeah, they are crazy. I'm an yeah. Aries. I'm an Aries. Oh, that's interesting. Aries. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I like I like Aries, and there's a lot of Aries <laughs> in my life. My, my oh, son is an Aries. My father was an Aries. My sister is an Aries. It's like oh. that's a fire sign and the air sign. Yeah. Those go together well. That's a nice thing. And so I'm a Gemini, which is crazy, and, yeah. and nobody likes them. Exciting, apparently. crazy. Oh no, I, I like Gemini. Do I like you? All right, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I actually, I mean, I think that stuff is all, I don't know that I buy the like day-to-day horoscope thing that I you're know. talking Me about. I know, Who writes those? It's just I just saw a thing. I just saw, do you know that actor? Do you know Alan Cumming? Do you know yeah, that yeah. actor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I saw him talking recently. I know him a little bit, but uh, talking recently that he, he apparently as a kid, when he was a teenager, he got hired to write the astrology column in oh, some oh, little wow. newspaper in Scotland. Great gig. And he I want to do that. And he just made it up. He just made yeah. it up. Yeah. He flat out made all the shit up. He just oh, was like, he funny. was like, I had no idea what I was talking about. I just fucked with everybody and made it up. So that stuff I don't really buy. But the whole kind of idea that these, 
I mean, the moon has an influence on us. Why wouldn't all sure. these other planets and stuff and, and all that kind of, all of it. Yeah, I, I find it really interesting. The same way I think the I Ching is interesting and the tarot deck and stuff like that is interesting. And right. and I um, and psychic stuff, I totally, I totally buy. I don't know if I buy the talking oh, yeah. to dead people one so much. I know, but, I know. But, but, but I do buy like having a weird moment of some precognitive thing or something. I totally buy I stuff had to like take that. prednisone once for, I got shingles. And then my Oof. doctor, is prednisone is added as a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah. And, and I thought, oh, it's feeling so good. And I went and yeah. bought tarot cards. I'm going to teach myself. And I went to my acupuncture. He goes, Amy, I go, look what I, that feels fantastic. And this is what the doctor gave me. He's like, Amy, that's speed. And I, and I was so happy on it. And I go, really? He was like, that's going to, that's yeah. going to eat you alive. And I, yeah. and, but I went to buy tarot cards thinking that's what it made me do. Like made me believe yes. that I could learn something. And that's very <laughs> funny. Yes, that's very funny. I really, I saved it. I still have them. I that's know they're really old, funny. but. No, I tried I to learn them too. I tried to learn them too. And I, and I sort of, it was, I always have big plans to do stuff like that. And then I never actually do. That's very yeah. funny. I had to take prednisone once on a movie because I, I'd fucked something up and I had to, and I remember taking it and thinking, Wow, this is I've never felt so sharp and ready for yeah. action and I feel my best self. I'm so on top of shit right now. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, no wonder baseball players are taking this yeah. shit. Because it's not just like you just you want to go fucking hit like a little ball yeah. with a bat. Like that. you want to hit shit hard and like, yeah, you, really you feel do. so focused. Yeah. Some Titan on fire and yeah, anything's a possibility. <laughs> yes. Endless yeah. possibility. It's this a sounds new great. Day. I need to get every, some of this. Yeah, every I day, recommend it. Every yeah. day's a fresh new day. Everything yeah. is just like, yeah, I really like that. <laughs> yeah. It was a big, big crash down when I had to stop taking it. <laughs> you didn't you're, no, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> well, I just want to tell the listeners, we do not condone the use of drugs in any No, way of course not. <laughs> That's true. You're right. I'm we looking at your little it. skeletons behind you, and I know that we were going to talk about the Muter oh, Museum. Yeah. Did you guys ever go to that in Philadelphia? I've never Is been to the Muter. No. Oh, you no. got to go. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, Have I've you been, been there. there, Steve? Yeah. I wrote a book about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wrote a book about, uh, oh. uh, it was called Stuffed Animals and Pickled Heads. And so I looked at all these Natural History Museum collections and Mütter is one of the finest. Did you love it, Amy? I loved it. I mean, they got a whole floor on brains and criminal brains and jars with a lock on it. Like really? really? It's awesome. Um, I get yeah. their calendar every year. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. But um, that's- yeah, I have not been there, place. no. You should it, go on a I... field trip. Yeah, we should yeah. actually. Yeah. That's actually a good idea. Have you ever been to the Museum of Jurassic Technology out in- um? In LA, no, you should, no. You should, is, is that good? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's similar, except a lot of it's made up. He, the guy invents yeah. a lot of stuff that's in it. Okay. And, but it's very much like the like that kind of museum with like lots of sort of freakish things like that in it and stuff like that. It, yeah. um, in the, I think you, didn't you do like a show or something on oddities? Like in my head, I have you connected to some oddities. Uh, oh, there like was you, a, a store in the East Village and um, they were on a, a show called Oddities and they asked me, I went, a okay. friend of mine was doing it. So I went there. I would get a lot of stuff from him. Like I have a nice old statue of a stomach. You know, yeah, the old really? wooden kind of, you know, they had really good stuff. The darkest oh, thing cool. I've ever purchased, which was a hard thing to give away because I don't know, but it was a tiny painting of a, somebody who lost a baby. Mm. Maybe the baby was two or three months, I know, but it was a beautiful, nice painting. And in the back, it talked about, you know, everything when the child was born and died and I was drawn to it and I bought it. But when I was getting rid of stuff, I was like, I, I, I got to get rid of this. And then yeah. I, I took it to the diabetes, the cure thing. But um, 
Uh, and because the lady Liz who runs it was like, somebody will be drawn to it just like you are. It'll go to the right home. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if you like you're drawn to certain things at a time in your life, and it matters to you. But then yeah. you also want to let it go at a certain time in your life too. Yeah, yeah. And how yeah. you let it go? And it's yeah. for the right person. That was my thing. Yeah. Everything's got to go to the right person. You know, but now everybody wants you to sign everything. And I'm like, I don't want to sign it. They want you to sign it because it's your thing. That is a whole thing, by the way, that posthumous painting thing. That's like- Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it was is. a whole yeah. thing. And, and it's really fascinating. I was actually down in Tennessee once and saw in this house, this bed and breakfast I stayed in, they had one of those posthumous paintings and it was in a haunted, this place was supposedly very haunted and this painting kept falling and falling. It was an extraordinary painting of this wow. woman who died. And it was really beautiful. I always wanted to get a skull. I want a human yeah. skull. I want a real human skull. And then I'm like, really? Do I want a real human skull? And like, where does this come from? Put in your freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. David has a skeleton, a whole skeleton. Really? Really? It's a real, it's real skeleton. It's not like a. Yeah, real skeleton. He got it in London. Really? He likes it. And we have a a nice wax, um, you know, of of someone's face with a herpes sore on it. Remember (laughs) they would do? Yes. Those are really nice. Somebody's face being eaten by syphilis. Yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of amazing. Those are beautiful. Are you trying to like purchase the uh, the Elephant Man's corpse as Uh, well? uh, Elephant Man's favorite movie. That and Babe, yeah. my two yeah. favorite movies. It could Those be your two favorite it, movies, really. Yeah, when people That's ask me, I'm movie. like, Elephant Man was a game changer for me. So when good. I saw it in 1980 at the movie theater oh, Halloween. Yeah. But I was like, ah, I love that movie. I yeah. just, it's a it, great it was movie. perfect film for me. Yeah. Yeah. And did that make you want to like be a performer kind of thing, or were you just like, this is just a great I movie? I just like ugly. Yeah. I'd uh-huh. like to look at ugly people. I, I'm totally 100% yeah. with you. I completely and, but get But I it. get why people want to look at pretty people. I yes. get it, you know? Yes. But I mean, recently I was in Washington Square Park and I saw a very unattractive woman. And my first <laughs> thing was I go, I want go up to her and strike a conversation. And she was yes. with somebody. They weren't talking to each other, but I was like, how are they friends? I just, it just felt so, yeah. felt so how bad for her. Really, yeah. really unattractive. That's yeah. tough. That's really tough. <laughs> no, it's fascinating. But I'm, I wanted to be like, oh, she's got to be my best friend, you know? Yeah. No, I have that same fascination with the grotesque, with, with what it basically is grotesque. I mean, I you yeah. know, call somebody grotesque, but it's like, I have the same thing and I don't really know what it is. I don't know why I'm fascinated by that kind of thing. But yeah, there's what is something, like I don't redheads. know. Redheads. There aren't that many redheads. I'm drawn to redheads. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It stands out. Like it, you have a general category of how things should be. And then this, Thing doesn't it just sticks out it's yeah. not exploitation to be interested in like different bodies yeah uh, it's just curiosity but it it's also like it can become exploitation yeah. so that's why right. you know like those freak shows and circus shows and the elephant man was exploited yeah, yeah, yeah. but I know. that's not what that's not what everybody wants it's extraordinary you know what yeah, I mean? it's, it's extraordinary it's not, because beauty i was saying this i said this to you steve it was beauty and things that are beautiful are ordinary actually they're kind of perfect they're like they yeah. look perfect and it's all about kind of being the same like you like a beautiful thing because it's kind of the same as all the other beautiful things you know right. what i mean yes, but yes. but the grotesque thing is unique and so yes. it's kind of more mm-hmm beautiful to me in a weird way like the weird looking thing the crazy looking thing the ugly looking thing is more beautiful yeah, yeah I, my eye goes to that uh-huh. yeah it's Even like a flea just, market they're like how did you find those miniature yeah you know, like i went right you know well yeah, that's where yeah. my eye goes you know yeah, to the bizarre thing and that's like the the japanese thing is interesting too yeah. because they'll you know the kintsugi thing is it's a broken bowl and then they mend it you know like yes this is like a big deal and so they think that the broken and 
fixed thing is more beautiful than the perfect yeah. uh, bowl or pottery. Yeah. It's totally Japanese. Is it wabi sabi yes. or whatever? That, that wabi sabi, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. You yeah. just wanted to say wabi sabi. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's the idea that things are not imperfect. It's like yeah. they like that. They like that. Yeah. Well, I like that. I have that. patches on everything downstairs. My rabbit's a chewer and everything is patched up. I, you know, patches on my clothes. I love a patch. Yeah. <laughs> I just love a patch. Do you get like colorful, crazy patches, like Yogi Bear patch? Or is it like just no, like... I, I have a lot of Japanese scraps, fabric, you know, a lot of indigo. But I like, you know, gingham and I, I like prints yeah. and anything. Just just patch it up and then love Amazing. it. I love Amazing. that. You know, I like to pat my shoulder and puff of smoke comes off of you. <laughs> Into that stuff. I hear you. I like that kind yeah, of thing yeah. too. All that kind of old shit. Yeah, yeah old shit. And yeah. yeah, dusty shit. Wow. Yeah. I could keep talking to you, and I would like to actually continue to talk to you. All right. Um, well, thank you so much. And Stephen, it was like so great meeting you. Oh, likewise. Yeah. A real pleasure. Thank really you so pleasure. much. Very thank you so much, Very excited to Amy. see your name pop up on my text. So, well, you know, like, oh, do you money? What does he want? Oh, my see? God. <laughs> Very exciting. Can <laughs> Canada, oh, my God. Really yeah. Well, thank you so Bye much, you Amy. The good chin wag. Have you ever wondered why we call French fries French fries? Or why something is the greatest thing since sliced bread? There are answers to those questions. Everything Everywhere Daily is a podcast for curious people who want to learn more about the world around them. Every day, you'll learn something new about things you never knew you didn't know. Subjects include history, science, geography, mathematics, and culture. If you're a curious person and want to learn more about the world you live in, just subscribe to Everything Everywhere Daily wherever you cast your pod. Chinwag is a production of Treefort Media and Touchy Feely Films. Hosted and executive produced by Paul Giamatti and Stephen Asma. Executive producers for Treefort are Kelly Garner and Lisa Ammerman. Dan Carey is executive producer for Touchy Feely. Our series producer is Rachel Whitley Bernstein. Original theme music by Luke Topp, with additional music by Via Mardot. Oscar Guido is our executive in charge of production. Tom Monahan is head of audio for Treefort. Animation created by Alex Sokol. Editing and mixing by Jeff Neal. Lastly, for more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find us on Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. <laughs>